0: else.
1: We are going to have a little fun today. So we're starting this week's episode with a fun fact about me. I am a mom of twins. That's right. I am a mom of the dynamic duo. I mean, okay. Like I have another little one and he's dynamic Rambunctious all on his own, but I can't help but notice or appreciate a dynamic duo. This podcast is all about focusing on your financial well being and ensuring we are breaking down the stigmas around money while providing a fun, safe, and encouraging environment. Now, I think the most magical side effect of creating this community is hopefully we've been able to provide a space where people can feel comfortable with their money and begin to understand their financial picture. Now, I'm not going to lie, but part of the secret sauce of this podcast is the bonding we have been able to do with music. Now, we have never dabbled into the market of a duet. Now, duets are a really big part of musical history, and there are other many memorable dynamic duos, you know, like Fred and Barney, Bert and Ernie. Simon and Garfunkel. Celia, you're breaking my heart. Puffy and Biggie, Sammy and Cher. I got you, babe. Like so many. I get Jay-Z, Beyonce, like multiple. Now we are lucky enough to have on today's episode, the other half of the Tandia dynamic duo. He is the Robin to my Batman. Yeah, that's right. I'm Batman. This is I will give you a heads up, a heated debate between the two of us. But today, our special guest is Jay Rodriguez, JJ, Jay Rod. I'm the only one that calls him that here. He doesn't professionally go by that, but he's a regional director at Tandia in the greater Hamilton metropolitan area. He is part of the credit union's senior management team involved in strategic planning and operational effectiveness. Now, Why, you ask, are we the dynamic duo? Well, we go way back. We worked side by side in the branch of advisors once upon a time ago, and we've moved up through this organization. He, at one point, true story, took on part of my job while I was off on mat leave having my dynamic duo. And over the years, we have been out in our community delivering financial literacy. So it was only fitting that our guest for Financial Literacy Month was the Robin to my Batman. That's my attempt at my Batman voice. But like, Jay, just face it, I am Batman. So welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks, Carla. We'll let you have the win today. I will be your Robin. This is your podcast. You are Batman. But it is my absolute pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to be part of this podcast today.
1: Thank you. See, he knows his role. So in keeping with Financial Literacy Month... This week's theme is helping you gain a little more insight into what you should consider before borrowing money, responsible borrowing, and how it can help you build a good credit history. However, using credit to spend beyond your means could put you at risk of no longer being able to manage your debt. The first part that comes with responsible borrowing is credit cards. Now, the amount of credit cards you have, like maybe you're still paying for credit cards you got in post-secondary because they saw you as like that prime candidate to offer multiple credit cards to. Maybe you just got overambitious as an adult and now you have the executive Costco card, the PC MasterCard. And maybe, you know, like you just got a Best Buy card or the brick or you want to towel at the Raptors game and now you have all these credit cards you don't actually need. Now, we all know that feeling. It's like new credit card applications are talking to you all like, I think I, think I need a guitar intro here. Come on over in my direction. So thankful for that. It's such a blessing, yeah. Turn every situation into heaven, yeah. Oh, you are...
2: My sunrise on the darkest day Got me feeling some kind of way Wow, that
1: was a good one. Guys, I think we should quit our job and be professional singers. So why are we bringing up The Beads and Daddy Yankee? One was a pretty good duet and... I think we're both closeted believers. Do people even still say that? I think so. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, why are we bringing it up? Jay, why don't you enlighten our audience as to why we picked Despacito as correlation to credit cards?
2: Well, Despacito, if you uh, take a look at that word, it means slow down. Slow it down in Spanish. And that's what we really want to say to our podcast listeners this morning is that you need to slow it down sometimes. The fact of the matter is, is that when it comes to credits, we can get ambitious and accumulate a lot of different credit cards in a short period of time. And that accumulation of credit cards really rapidly is going to hurt our credit score. And we'll talk about credit score a little bit later. But in addition to that, if you go into your credit union or bank and you sit down with somebody and you have a lot of cards, that doesn't look all that good. And you may say, well, I don't owe money on those cards. But when we look at that application, we look at the potential of you owing all of that money on your credit cards. So we're just saying slow it down. Slow it down when it comes to credit. You do not need to have all the colors of the rainbow in your wallet for credit cards. Just pick and choose and be careful managing your credit.
1: I think that's a solid point. And I think us as lenders and working at a financial institution, we sometimes take for granted that that's what we look for. And those are the things that we should be mindful of in our own personal financial situations. But I think that's a huge, important piece of educating our community on financial literacy. Not only if they have the potential to use up all that credit on different credit cards, but- It can create a slippery slope. You may book a trip on one and then buy Christmas gifts on another or, you know, you had an emergency that came up and now you're using another. And while those payments maybe seem like they're manageable at the beginning, it can be a slippery slope and you may end up overextending yourself and being in a situation where you're not able to fully pay these off and now you're carrying this debt around. So I think when we think of borrowing new credit and if we have multiple credit cards or we're seeking out a loan or line of credit, there are some questions that we should be kind of stopping, reflecting and asking ourselves. So I think, you know, maybe we start with how much do you want to borrow? How much can you afford? Do you need the money right now or can the expense actually wait until you save for it? Is there maybe some other points that you want to contribute or feel like you have seen in applications that you've reviewed over the years, but what are some things that maybe people can reflect on?
2: I think what we have to take a look at is that when we go and apply for credit, it's not just a matter of our job or how much money we make. It also is a matter of, are we making payments on time? Have we accumulated a lot of debt in a short period of time? Are we going to a wide variety of institutions? And that is a red flag for people. We just have to be careful who's taking a look at your credit and how often are you obtaining new credit?
1: I think that's a really great point, again, that people need to stop, reflect and think about before they're seeking new credit, especially with the current economic climate, like Interest rates are on the rise. This may not be the best time to be seeking new credit. And is there a way that you can reduce the credit you owe or the potential of credit you could incur, right? So like Jay mentioned, you don't need all the colors of the rainbow in your wallet. Maybe it's time you stop, reflect, look at what you currently have and adjust, like close some cards out, get rid of some balance, uh, consolidate some balances so that you're not left with multiple different cards in different areas because at the end of the day, as a lender, as Jay mentioned, one of the things that we look at is the capacity of your lending products. And what does that mean? Sometimes it means like, you know, like the more money we come across, the, the more, more problems,
2: problems we see,
1: right? Like another guy's nailing the iconic duo. Biggie and Puff. Biggie and Puff. I think, I think that was like a trio. Faith Evans may have been in there, but everybody just knows it as big, and big, puff. big big and Puff. So what does that mean, Jay? Maybe you can kind of explain what capacity of lending products actually does mean.
2: Lenders need to determine whether you can comfortably afford your payments. So items such as your income, your employment history are good indicators of your ability to repay outstanding debt. But in addition to that, we also look at if your cards are at capacity. And that's important because sometimes people have this misconception that as long as they have good income and good employment history, that they can check off capacity as a positive. But truthfully, if their cards are at or close to limit, that just shows that they're not currently able to hand their budgeting and finances properly. So being at your credit limits can be dangerous. It negatively affects your credit score, but also is a red flag for lenders out there that potentially they shouldn't let you borrow additional funds.
1: Couldn't agree more. And again, this is the whole point of financial literacy is explaining and debunking what most people may think or create myths and they don't really know what is behind it. And then like you said, you know, they think if they have a good job and they have like stable income then You know that these things aren't affecting their credit score and they pay like their minimum payment per month. But ultimately, if you're at your capacity every month, it can hinder your credit score. So we've chatted about the dangers of too much credit, like how capacity can hinder your credit score. But maybe maybe we can go through how all of the above we've chatted about really what the impact it has on your credit score and some other points about your credit score and why it's important to keep kind of a healthy check on your credit score and how it can affect you in kind of your everyday life or when you're applying for things. We're obviously encouraging them not to apply for multiple credit cards, but maybe they need to purchase a car and how a credit score could affect them. Or maybe they're going to go in and purchase a mortgage. So how All these little things like loans, lines of credit, capacity, all lead up to affecting your credit score. Because ultimately, we want your credit score to be high, like up up where it belongs, right? Because who knows what tomorrow brings in a world few hearts survive?
0: All
2: I know is the way I feel When it's real I keep it alive Love Love lifts lifts us up where we belong
0: belong. Where the
2: eagles cry On On a mountain
1: mountain high Lift up your credit score where it belongs First of all, we are nailing on point. The duets. The on points i'm gonna give you a little a little fun fact about jay we worked side by side like our offices were beside each other and jay i think was the inspiration for my singing on the podcast because he he encouraged my like fine tuning of my pitch but anyway we're still
2: working on both yeah, our pitch
1: yeah that's yep. true maybe we need to like get a pitch pipe or something
2: next podcast
1: yeah agreed agreed but anyways we want to encourage you to lift up your credit score so we're going to talk about things that hinder you and what ways you can kind of get that score up so it can empower you financially jay take it away sing this song no just kidding we're done
2: we're we're done singing but the road to a healthier credit score what does that look like um there's so many things that we can do to improve our credit score first and foremost it should be fairly easy pay bills on time even if you can't pay them in full, be sure to make that minimum payment, of course. Please, please watch your credit card balances. Make sure you're not using too much of your available credit. Again, we don't want to see you at capacity. Don't mindlessly open new credit cards. Again, we want to recap on the fact that it's better to be low on the quantity and just keep your quality of score up. In addition to that, um, you know, if you have any delinquent bills, don't give up on them. Please, please continue paying them down. We don't want to see any of those red flags on your credit bureau. And if there is any inaccuracies, let the credit bureau people know. You have to clear that up as soon as possible. That can happen and it can be unfortunate.
1: I agree. And I think a point to highlight is as you improve your credit score and you start to see it kind of rise again up Where it belongs.
2: I I thought we said no more singing.
1: I can't. I can't help it. Okay. Okay. I can't help it. But it gives you a little bit more buying power as a consumer, right? Like if you have a great credit score and a higher credit score, especially with the interest rate climate, it gives you a little bit more buying power in the sense that you know you have a little bit of room to negotiate. Because usually, when you have a lower score you are considered higher risk to the lender. And so they usually will provide you a higher interest rate. Now, however, on the flip side, if you have a higher credit score, it can give you the negotiating power to maybe get a little bit of a lower rate. And we can all maybe appreciate the lower rates right now. So I think it's important to always review, kind of do check-in points of your full financial picture. But with your credit bureau, you can access your credit bureau on Equifax or TransUnion here in Canada, and you can see what's on there. Make sure that everything that is on there is supposed to be there. Make sure there's no kind of like, maybe you got that credit card at the Raptors game and you put like on it and now you have a little balance that just keeps accumulating like things like that happen so it's important to know and understand your financial picture and that's important part of it I think we did a pretty good job of talking about borrowing and credit and capacity and I think I think it makes sense right
2: I feel pretty good about it
1: yeah you feel pretty good podcast listeners I hope you're good
2: I think they feel good
1: right Mm -hmm. I'm good
0: Cause I'm good. I'm
1: good and I'm thinking feeling I'm all
0: right. Right,
1: na, na, na. That's going to be like a very inappropriate part that should be. But for any, I, I'm going to say millennial, but I think, I think Jay and I are like the elder Border, borderline
2: borderline borderline millennial. Borderline.
1: Borderline. We're still categorized as millennials. Mm-hmm. However, Proud of it. anybody that knows this new and thinks this David Guetta tune is like the best, like they don't, they better know the original. I can't help but sing like I'm blue and I'm Like you
2: nobody know? knew what that meant. I know
1: way. nobody. It makes absolutely zero sense, but it brings me back to grade nine. Like those catchy tunes, right? Completely. Yeah. Jay was not in grade nine when I was in grade nine. Just I was a
2: slightly, I'm slightly older. <laughs> Emphasis on the slightly.
1: <laughs> well, we really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We believe as a credit union as a whole in the power of financial literacy and how by really having an understanding of your financial picture helps to empower you to make better financial decisions and have a positive relationship with money. We hope you found value today. We want you to recognize your worth. We want you to be informed about your borrowing, your credit history, and your whole financial picture so that you can have the best experiences and do what you have always want to do. Jay, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carla. We're both here for you. Jay leads the team that you can get in touch with at any time. After all that, Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you found value today through this podcast. We are on all the social channels, so snap a photo of this podcast, rate us, tag us, share us on your channel so we can help get the word out. Don't forget, you can always, always connect with us at Tandia.com. Catch you
0: soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you.